0: This podcast is once again brought to you by Mad Viking Beard Company, amazing beard products and apparel. Check them out at madvikingbeard.com. Welcome to the horde and beard on. Welcome to another episode of Spouse Holes. I'm here with my lovely wife, Kiara. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I am doing pretty good. How are you?
0: Doing pretty good. I'm feeling relaxed and sunburned.
1: Yeah, I don't know, relax. So we had a pretty whizzy, whizzy, busy <laughs> weekend. <laughs> yeah, you do look a little sunburned, though.
0: Yeah, my ears especially. I was wearing a hat so my bald head should be not too bad, but I didn't cover my ears very well.
1: Yeah. Spotlight. Seems to
0: be a common occurrence with me though, is I always forget the ears. That's true. Ears and nose.
1: So a fun thing that we have going on is we have a... Bird family, I guess, that has moved in to, I guess it's the vent area to the girls' bathroom up high.
0: Yeah, I heard it that area called a fart vent.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, because it's the vent that goes from your bathroom outside that you turn on whenever <laughs> you're taking a poop.
1: I guess you need to go to the bathroom in that bathroom. Yeah, or I'll, I'll
0: smoke them out real gross.
1: quick. <laughs> So we've been having troubles getting up there because it's just so high up. We can't find people that have actual ladders that go that high up. Because normally nobody does.
0: It's at the top level. So a third story at the very top of our roof. So it's at least 25 feet in the air. Yeah. My neighbor has a 20 foot ladder and it was just. Barely not enough, so we had to look elsewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we've been dealing with that, so that's been fun trying to figure out. But it's pretty it
0: nifty that those guys were able to get up in there because we have a cover on there. Right. But they're able to just lift the... It's almost like a shades to mm-hmm. your... Blinds to your window. Right. And they're just able to you lift, know, it, lift it up and sneak on in.
1: Yeah, the other day I was upstairs with the girls and... All of a sudden, I just hear a bunch of birds, and I'm like, what the freak? And I realized that they must have had babies or something, because there was a lot of noise up there, and so I'm like, crap, I think it's going to be a mess when we get in there. So, wish us luck when we get up there that it's not... Too crazy. Yeah, I'm a little worried.
0: It'll be interesting once we do see what damage or what, what we're looking at.
1: Yeah, so those birds are holes,
0: they are holes. <laughs> Speaking of holes, I'm pretty excited for holes this week. Yeah. I have a little it? bit of ranting to get into.
1: Yeah, I know. I've heard. All right, let's get into it.
0: <laughs> so for me, this week's hole is Apple, the corporation. You oh, know, I thought you meant the fruit. Oh, the fruit. No, Apple. <laughs> I've been a fan of Apple. I like Apple products. I have an Apple MacBook Pro when I was in college. Fan.
1: We are a heavy Apple family.
0: But here recently, they just released their newest line of Macs and they look amazing. Don't get me wrong. But when you charge $1,000 just for a metal stand that has no technology whatsoever built into it other than it rotates, which isn't technology. That's just a hinge. Yeah. And you're going to charge $1,000. I
1: know. He told me that. I was so shocked. I'm like, no. Like, you mean the actual, like... Mon- like there's stuff like the actual monitor part? And you're like, no, the standalone. I'm like, what are you talking about? Are you freaking kidding me?
0: No, just a piece of metal that rotates in all directions.
1: Oh, they have to be getting a lot of backlash.
0: Thousand- oh, it's so funny. Uh So for my, my post that you'll put up, it's actually just a YouTube link that's just like a dubbed version of a YouTube clip. It's really funny, but it's basically a fake engineer explaining... What it is, and it's pretty funny, and it's in a different language, so you have to read the subtitles, but it's worth it
1: all right. well, it'll be exciting but, to put that up,
0: but then the cheapest thing that you put onto this thousand dollar stand is forty nine ninety nine four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars Then, if you want the high tech glass nanotech version, you pay five thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars oh my gosh. At the end of it, you're paying, let's just say you get the $6,000, the Mac, the nicest one, and then you turn around and get that $1,000 stand, you're paying $7,000 for a computer rig.
1: And the sad thing is people do go out and buy
0: it. Oh, absolutely. That's the that's the saddest part is people that feel like they have to have the newest tech and the nicest tech, as soon as it comes out, go out and buy this shit. And sometimes it's like, okay... You have the money, and so why not? But then there's other people that go put it on credit cards, right?
1: Put themselves in debt, <laughs> mortgage.
0: Well, they do this thing where they're like zero percent interest, but if you just make the minimum payment at zero percent interest, oh yeah, you don't pay it, it off. lapses, and then you have to pay back interest, interest, and then twenty seven percent interest. Ugh,
1: that's disgusting.
0: So at the end of the day, you're paying 12, 13 grand for. What, in my opinion, was probably built for maybe 1200 bucks.
1: That's disgusting to actually think about looking at the numbers like that and knowing that people go out and buy it and they can't afford it. And yeah. it's not worth it. I mean, it. if
0: you can afford it and you're out there just paying cash for these amazing pieces of technology, all power to you. Don't get me wrong.
1: Well, like the average person... Honestly, we really like they can't really afford it.
0: I definitely don't have seven grand laying around. No,
1: like the average normal person, I feel like, has to go and put it on a credit card and get into some debt to like to buy these things, you know.
0: Oh, but man, watching the videos of it. Pretty sick. I want one.
1: <laughs> well, we don't have the money. All right, <laughs> Apple, get...
0: um shout out. I'll I'll put you into the plug category if you send me one. Oh
1: my gosh. We will move you right over. Okay. Um, I want to go with my hole now because I mean, yours is a good hole.
0: Mine's more. I just wanted to get that off my chest. It's asinine.
1: I mean, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, especially like, I don't know. I don't know. Apple's thinking, but they're making money. I know that's sad. All right. So mine happened in Canada and mine was a teen driver. He's 16 and he was driving way too fast. He was driving at about 105 miles per hour in a Camaro, and he gets pulled over. He gets a fine of $727 for speeding, and then another fine for about or even more than $150 extra for driving without a supervised driver's license, I guess they have. So he, the, you know, the cop asks him, Why was he speeding? And his excuse was that. He just had eaten some hot chicken wings and he really, really needed to go to the bathroom. And that's why he was speeding. So, okay, for me, he's a hole because you're putting all these people at risk while you're driving. When you're driving, it's like a big responsibility for, obviously, you keep yourself alive, but for everybody else around you also. So for me, he's a hole. But I understand when you have an emergency and you got to go.
0: See, I'm the king of having to go. I've had to go so many times. I have every, we've talked about it at nauseum, but I have every stomach ailment known to man, and I have eaten some hot wings. It was my brother-in-law's birthday a few years back, and we were at Buffalo Wild Wings. And for his birthday, he was like, "We should all do the hot wing challenge, the blazing challenge." And I was like, "Okay, cool." I'm a very prideful person.
1: <laughs> Not you.
0: If I sign up to do a competition or some kind of challenge where it's eating involved.
1: Oh, you are very
0: competitive. It's not even competitive with other people per se. No, yeah. With myself and with a challenge. I don't care what it's going to do to me. I'm finishing if I sign up for something like that. And so they bring the wings out and I do like hot food. And so I figure it can't be that bad. So I bring them out and they're swimming. You know how normally you order at Buffalo Wild Wings and they're nicely coated, but they're not heavy on sauce. Right. Yeah, this thing, they fill those little containers up and these little chicken wings are doing the backstroke in some sauce. (laughs) And so they bring out this buzzer, like red light thing, and they count you down. They just put them down in front of you and they say, in five, four, three, two, one. And then you have to just (laughs) go crazy on these wings because you have a time limit. (laughs) Well, I start eating them and it's hurting my mouth. But what... It was, is it wasn't from spice. It was from the oven, like the oven temperature of the wings. They were boiling hot wings, and so it's hurting my mouth. But like I said, pride, and I eat all of them. I finish in like I think we did four minutes, and you have six or something. Anyway, something weird. I finished them off, and go and I start washing my beard out and stuff, and come back, and then the people are like, "Okay, what t-shirt size do you want?" I'm like, I want a 3XL. And they're like, we don't have 3X. I'm like, okay, I'll take a 2X.
1: Okay, pause real quick. With a challenge of any food eating competition, I'm sorry, people, all you people who own restaurants or whatever, you have to carry like bigger sizes because usually a large person, a person who wears a large shirt or a medium shirt, Typically, isn't going to go in and beat those challenges. Not I'm just saying. You know? but
0: so then I'm like, okay, I'll take a 2X. Right. Well, we don't carry 2X. Oh my gosh. I so forgot I'm like, that. Okay, so I just did a eating challenge where my mouth was on literally being scolded, and you don't even have a 3 2 XL, one of those two? Nope. So what size do you have? We have an XL. I'm like, okay, well, give me the XL. I guess my wife has a new sleeping shirt because <laughs> I haven't worn an XL since I was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> And so a couple days go by. Well, no. First of all, we were going home, and just like this guy, I had to take a shit, and it was emergency mode. But I didn't go 104 miles or 105 miles an hour to get to a bathroom. I squoze them tight.
1: (laughs) Squeeze those, cheeks, sister.
0: Yep. And (laughs) made it into a nice little, where did I go? Somewhere fancy. Carl's Jr.?
1: Oh my gosh! A gas station? I don't remember. I don't uh, remember. I think who it was Carl's Jr.
0: Pretty <laughs> sure. But anyway, we flew in there and oh, my brother actually uh, was with us, and I told him, "Hey, come into the re- come into the bathroom with me and make uh, the paper towels into some wet wipes. I'm gonna need some assistance." Oh my gosh! And so my brother bless his soul uh did me a solid and came in and he was wetting the paper towels and throwing them over the stall so i could wipe with something better than the crappy toilet paper Jeez. that's a true brother shout out
1: (laughs) yeah um i don't think i've ever had that kind of problem i mean i have pulled over and puked when i was pregnant but i just don't see having to drive 105 to
0: well, I mean, get for, to a bathroom. For me, the worst part of the whole challenge was like uh, the next morning. I don't know if you remember, but when I woke up and I went to go brush my teeth, I looked in the mirror and my gums were just oh. basically one solid blister. Yeah. Like, well, you
1: brushed and you had blood everywhere because oh, yeah. you popped it. So <laughs> I, I was even
0: really gentle too when I went to go brush, and just being gentle, I popped all the blisters in my mouth, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't pleasant.
1: Yeah. And, like my dad says, you probably got a new manicure scratching up the walls in the bathroom when oh, it comes out.
0: <laughs> Definitely. I had a very smart uncle of mine once tell me that whenever you eat something spicy, follow it with ice cream. That way, when it comes out the second <laughs> round, the ice cream soothes it.
1: Oh, that's super smart. I don't he, think it works, he, but. You know, it, the science
0: sounds sound, but.
1: They just didn't come I out. I haven't
0: had the same experience. Oh, my
1: gosh. All right, so...
0: Well, and for me, it also brings up the fact of speeding. Uh-huh. Because I have two daughters and I live in an, an area, in a neighborhood that there's no reason to be speeding. I'm not by a busy road. I am actually at the furthest point from a busy road right. where we live. But yet people oftentimes fly through our neighborhood. And so for me, I think as the, our daughters get a little older, I'm just going to keep like this big barrel of random shit, whether it be like rocks... Eggs, uh, random yeah. stuff that if a car is speeding, I mean, I'll give them up to even 30, 35, but sometimes. That's still really fast. Yeah, I mean, 20 is
1: sometimes... fast in our neighborhood. I mean, I've been driving up the neighborhood and all of a sudden this kid pops out of behind one of the cars that are parked, you know, and you're like, oh crap, there's a kid there. You know, they're playing with their balls, but <laughs> 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 like a basketball or a soccer ball, and it gets into the street, you know, and they they run out after it. And I've, you know, even 20, I'm like, is kind of fast, even in the neighborhood. It can be, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I can, you know, in those seconds to hurry and break before you hit somebody.
0: So, yeah, I think I'm just going to have a random bucket, bucket of up. objects. And if someone drives past, I'm just going to hurl at them. I don't care who gets out. I don't care if it gets me on the news, but people are going to learn in my neighborhood you're not going to risk my children's lives
1: oh growing up actually i there was a neighbor who lived across the street and it was the same thing it's a neighborhood it's not a busy street or anything and there were people who would you know teens or whatever uh, fly down try to show off in their car and he would be outside and he would yell and he would chase them down and I mean, he was crazy, but I, I'm like grateful that he was like that because we were always on the streets. We were always playing in the street, you know?
0: Well, in my neighborhood, when I started driving just around the corner from us, neighborhood, not busy street, there was one family that had 12 kids and across the street was a family that had 13.
1: Oh, wow. So a lot of kids.
0: And so, and then there was other families nearby that also had young kids. Right. And so when I got my driver's license, the guy actually pulled me aside and said, look, I respect you. You respect me. Do not speed on the street. I had never speed, speeded, spode. (laughs) I had never driven fast on the street. (laughs) Sorry. And. (laughs) Sorry. All right. (laughs) I had never driven fast on the street and just out of like a precursor he's like don't speed on the street and so i learned at a young age not to do that right and he was like the person that inspired me to have a bucket of stuff because he had a bucket of stuff and he oftentimes would throw stuff at cars and he didn't care a lot of a lot of times it was eggs tomatoes
1: yeah i mean things it's that crazy, won't hurt but, the car but it'll make a mess but you have to be careful too because my uncle once um came and he was visiting and he he actually yelled at a car that was speeding down the street and the guy like stopped and they like, I thought they were going to break out into a fist fight because it it got pretty bad. But you just never know now. Like people with, you know, people just holding and
0: carrying guns. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you have to take the risk for your kids, I think. Yeah. So for me, if I see someone that if I get scared, they say you never get mad. Mad isn't an actual... um, emotion it's a response to fear so when you are mad if you look deep enough inside it's because you are afraid of something and that was your way of protecting yourself and so if i get to that point of fear my mad or my anger will take over
1: and i don't want to use this card but i think with us it is a little bit more like i'm not saying that we you know we're going to be more Afraid or more upset than another parent, but with one of them being deaf, like I think it's an added fear. Well, it's, yeah, it's it takes, added. Like it
0: takes away that extra sense. You know, like right. you can oftentimes hear a car coming fast, or you can yell for your kid, "Hey, yes. you know, get over here." Exactly. And so, for me, if if I get scared that I'm going to lose one of my kids, right, anger and mad will come out, and I think I said it wrong, but I think it was anger is a response to fear. And so if I get mad or angry enough from my fear, I don't care if they're packing, I don't care if I have to risk my life, but they they need to understand they can't be doing that in front of my house. Yeah. And So all you
1: drivers out there, young drivers, old drivers, whatever, just be mindful of all those kids out there. You know, there's
0: places to open your car up, and I'm not saying speeding is bad. It's kind of fun sometimes. <laughs> but don't do it in my neighborhood. Don't do it in neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, go out, find a nice, you know, stretch in the highway and
1: And let the highway patrol yeah, you know, risk pull it you out over.
0: Or <laughs> risk a fine versus my fist, you know?
1: Yeah. That's true. It's scary. Alright, so we did a couple of stories of growing up and it is summertime. Well, it's finally feeling like it's summertime today. I don't
0: was... know. Utah, it's up and down. Like, two weekends ago it was in the 80s and then next weekend it was raining the entire weekend. And then this weekend we got some rain, we got some wind, we got some decent weather. Yeah, so it was a good time.
1: <laughs> so we're kind of summery. Um, I know today was weird. It was like cold in the morning and then um it was cold in the morning and then it kind of got like really warm towards the midday anyway so let's talk about so now that our girls are getting a little bit bigger and we're able to kind of well one of them is and we're able to do a little bit more i thought it was fun to kind of talk about some summer stuff that you did as a kid
0: yeah for me we always did sports a lot of sports um one thing that i always remember is we did round ball ruckus it's a three-on-three basketball tournament where you can take four of your friends and go play basketball out in the heat and you know my parents always encouraged us to do sports because they were always afraid of us plumping up because it kind of runs in the Mm jeans and that round ball ruckus I'd always play with these two twin brothers and I was raised pretty innocent if you will and these two twins weren't and so by the time I got home, I'd have a lot of questions for my parents. Oh my gosh. Or a lot of phrases that I didn't know what they were before. And so my dad was always, I think it was actually my mom, they were always really interested to see what kind of things I learned at Round Ball Ruckus this year. And yeah, so I re- always remember doing Round Ball Ruckus every summer. And then one year with my cousin, we did one called, uh, I was like, Dunk ball or slam fest or something like that, where they would lower the hoops a little bit so that white people could dunk. Oh my gosh. And
1: <laughs> and, and then you felt good. I <laughs> felt really good. You were able I, to dunk. I was
0: able to dunk in games. And so
1: now I know the truth. When you say, "Oh, I I could dunk," it's because they lowered that a little bit. Well, that was when you. I was
0: younger. When I was older, oh. I don't know. I didn't, only time I was able to really dunk was when you were younger and they lowered. When I was younger the- and they lowered the hoops. <laughs> man, I'm eating a bowl of shit on this episode. <laughs> um,
1: well, you're setting it up.
0: I really am, and you're just teeing off. I am. Uh, <laughs> never miss an opportunity, folks. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's what you get here, us
0: <laughs> <laughs> But we never, I don't know, we always had fun. Lots of family time, lots of sports. TV was always my best friend. Oh, my God.
1: So we did a lot of camping did you guys do a lot of camping because i feel like i'm always like let's go camping and you're like "Eh, i don't know
0: i just think it's really hard right now where we're at with a nine-month-old kid and a two-year-old i will enjoy camping when they're a little bit more independent for sure so i do like camping yeah we did some camping we went to bear lake every summer
1: that's what we did we did bear lake or other ones that my uncle would find um but for me it's like I don't ever see that as an excuse because like the age of the girls, I know it is hard. It definitely is. But when I was younger, my mom would take my baby sister and I think there was one year where she wasn't even a one yet. And it was, she was like, Wrapped up as like the you know, the kid from Christmas story that he looks like a big marshmallow can't put his arms down. That's what she would look like. So for me, it's like I always see, like, well, my mom, I always think my mom's like a super, super mom, like she's amazing. Well,
0: you don't have to think it, it's a fact. It's true.
1: So for me, I'm like, if my mom can do it, I can do it. I want to be a super mom like my mom. So for me, I'm always like, let's go with the girls.
0: uh, And I totally see it, but you kind of forget that when we do go camping. I feel like my macho side has to come out. So I have to set up the tent. I have to make the fire. (laughs) I have to cook the food. I have to do, I, I, I. So for you, camping is great.
1: Oh yeah, it's a vacation for me because I'm not the one that has to make the beds and has to clean and has to cook. (laughs) So it's a good flip.
0: Yeah, so for that reason, you know, camping sucks.
1: Oh, so that's why. Okay, the truth is coming out,
0: guys. Well, but when the girls are older, we can give them chores, (laughs) camping chores that are fun. And then it'll make it more of a family experience, not watch dad sweat his ass off. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I I do like camping. We did, one thing that we also would do is instead of going camping Bear Lake, and I know that this is where me and you are kind of like different minded in this, but my family will go up for one day to Bear Lake. And we will go and hang out at Bear Lake and then we'll come back down in the night. And you're like, that's a waste of a whole day. But for me, that was like the best memories was going up even if it was just for one day you know
0: yeah i guess if you wake up at the crack of dawn and drive the two plus hours to bear lake and then hang out for the day but if you're not leaving the house till. 10 you get there at noon you spend three hours and you drove more than you were at bear lake
1: yeah but for us it was always a memory it wasn't so much
0: sure it's a memory. i'm just telling I'll, you i'll give you i'm a just memory. telling you what i
1: enjoyed growing up I'll, take it easy mr lower you my know, I, I hoop will go, because i can want to dunk <laughs>
0: Gosh. i'll go out there and set up the volleyball net in the backyard and say we're at Bear what Lake. What
1: backyard we don't have a backyard it's a hill
0: there's a park down the street no <laughs> No, I, I definitely see it. And what, like I said, once the girls get a little bit more independent, there'll be more trips like that. I want to take them hiking more. and Yeah, that like would be fun. Today we went to the zoo, and it was really fun. And that's something we're definitely going to do more of. We actually bought the year pass. And there's this one part at the Hogel Zoo in Utah where you're going from the tiger exhibit and you're heading out towards where like the giraffes and zebras are. And it's all uphill. It's a pretty good uphill. And our daughter, Zaylee loves to run downhills. <laughs> and it's really hilarious to watch. She
1: thinks she's so fast when going down Lightning. the hill. Yeah.
0: But she's not a big fan of going up the hill. <laughs> I wonder <And> why. so <laughs> I was doing like the fat man jog up the hill. And I was like egging her on to run up the hill with me. But she wouldn't take a direct straight line. She had to do like the zigzag path like you're trying to dodge a bullet. And it was the funniest thing that she's done in oh, a while Oh, was I asked to teach her that? Oh, look at you teaching her to dodge bullets. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are going to be raised in bubbles. I'm no. just waiting for you to order them.
1: They're going <laughs> to be very well prepared. No, oh, I am a protective person, but anyway, yeah, she was she was running up that hill. It was
0: hilarious. We uh, fed the giraffes, so you can actually pay for $4 you can get 3 pieces of lettuce to feed to a giraffe and a giraffe is Zaylee's favorite animal and so i bought 6 pieces of lettuce and fed her the first 5 the giraffe not Zaylee <laughs> <laughs> but i wanted, wanted to clarify i had that. to clarify but <laughs> she i made Zaylee watch me feed the giraffe the first 5 and then the last one i put it in Zaylee's hand and i let her go and do it and she did. She went for it. I didn't think in a million years she was gonna do Freaked
1: it. Freaked her out, but she did. But man,
0: that those giraffes—they just stick their tongue out, and they—it's almost like so you grudge. know those little toys you'd get when you were younger that were like the hands, and right. you could stick flip, them on the wall. You know, stick them on the wall, or if like there was a dollar bill, you could snatch the dollar bill or the piece of paper with these hands. Okay,
1: I never did that, and I'm the brown one, so <laughs> that's. I thought a little that's weird. how they were
0: advertised.
1: Was it really?
0: Like a dollar snatcher. I think that's like... No, really? I think so. Oh my gosh. I but, didn't know that. I guess I never watched yeah, TV because like, somebody these-
1: would get it a dentist <laughs> office for
0: free. But yeah, so it was kind of like that, but with the tongue of the giraffe, it just would shoot its tongue out and it had such control that it could just snatch up the lettuce right out of your hand. That's so gross. And Zaylee put her hand out there, and the giraffe took it. And she, you know, she jumped a little bit, but I think it was more of like a cool jump versus a uh, scared. But she was probably scared too.
1: Oh, I'm sure she was like, "What the freak just happened? <laughs> this happened so fast!" Um, while you guys were doing that, there was uh, people that would walk by because I was with Erica, and people would walk by and be like, "Oh, look, she's so, you know, she's, oh, look at the beautiful baby," or whatever, you know. And every time they would say that. I would sign that to Erica. So she knew that there was a conversation going that somebody was saying something to her. So I would sign it to her. And it was so funny. It's still, it's, I think it's always going to be funny to me, but to see the reaction, like, why are you like, what are you doing? I
0: remember who I told the other day, but they're all like, Oh man, that sucks. I'm so sorry. And you know, I feel like I'm a pretty brutally honest person. And I've told you this before that, if my kids were honestly ugly kids, because people, they exist, they do. There are ugly kids in the world. <laughs> I feel like I would be honest and say, well, I hope they grow out of it. And yeah, my kid's kind of ugly. Oh my gosh. But I honestly feel that my kid isn't. Kids are not. <laughs> but I, when he said, oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. I'm like, actually, it has its benefits. Once you put her to sleep, the rest of us can still carry on and be as loud as we want. We can run around the house. We just can't cause vibrations to wake her up. Right. But there's benefits. You know, we get to learn a new language. We have a way to communicate in crowds like we never have before. We use that today. We were at we the Zeus nice. throwing some signs from across the room. I just hope people don't mistake it for gang signs and we get in trouble <laughs> that way.
1: Yeah, No. It was actually nice being able to do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I know we kind of keep touching base on this, but it's and it's always going to be weird for other people. I think for like learning now the culture and everything, all the deaf people in the deaf community, it's not something to be sorry about. And it's not something to be like feel bad about or to feel like they've lost something because to them, they didn't. They And I always try to look at the positive, and it's true. They didn't lose hearing or they didn't lose that. They gained a culture. They gained a new community. They gained a new language. Like, there's so much that they gained. And so, for me, I always let the first couple, like when I talk to people about it and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, the first time, okay, I'll let it slide. But if they keep going, I'm like, okay, like, don't apologize because she's not sorry. She doesn't know. Like, she's happy with her life. So it's just kind of weird, but it's kind of fun seeing people's reactions that when they find out that the baby is death, they're like, oh, oh, my gosh. Like, they don't know kind well, of what to do.
0: <laughs> for me, it's like I have like a sick, twisted sense of humor. <laughs> and so, like, I want to play off of their sorrow and I want to be all like, yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> you're so bad. But in reality, I, I love my daughter to death.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> change it. What did you just say? <laughs> to death? Is that so- did you just say
0: did you just say I
1: love my daughter to death (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too
0: (laughs) also to death
1: no I wouldn't change anything I think people wonder if we would ever change like if that's something that we could change and no I would honestly say that's not something that we would ever change like I'm happy the way it turned out and I'm happy that she's like she was born deaf. I honestly would not change that for the world because of everything new that we have. I mean, it is and a lot. Her, of...
0: And we love yeah. her. Like, it's, it's <laughs> awesome, to be honest. And the way, you know, like, we hear stories of people that were born deaf into families that didn't take pride and didn't take joy in the challenge. And that's sad to me. Yeah. But for us, like, we're saying, bring it on. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. And that will be fun for us.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited for that, and she's going to have an awesome childhood, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So if anyone knows of any other activities that you guys do that could be fun for, you know, kids that young, let us
0: know. Because that is really nice to know of things to take the youngins to and be able to enjoy some time outside or just some activities for summer that should be fun. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some plugs.
1: All right, we can do some plugs.
0: Yeah, you want to go first or second? Mm, I can go first. All right, let's hear it.
1: All right, so my plugs are from Oklahoma. They are four teenage boys who went out of their way and saved a 90-year-old woman. I guess I don't know if it went out of their way, but they saved a 90-year-old woman from her house that was on fire. So I guess... I don't know how it caught on fire. I didn't read the entire thing.
0: The old lady said it and was trying to commit suicide.
1: Oh my gosh, no. The thing is that her bed was on fire and she was in her room.
0: She was smoking in bed. And
1: stop it. (laughs) And she was trying to put the fire out with blankets and pillows and it wasn't going out. And she got... Mixed up in her room from everything from the smoke, from the flames. She was trying to get out. She was trying to call 911. I guess it just, nothing panned out for her. And she got lost and she was trying to get out and she was getting into her closet instead of actually out of the room. And these four boys smelt smoke outside and saw that the house was on fire and they. You know one of them called the police one of them went to the neighbor to go find an accident try breaking in and the other two were actually breaking into the home and actually got in found her and saved her life and she has like 10 kids and like 40 something grandkids and they're all so thankful that they saved her life and yeah, so no kidding. <clears throat> to go out of you know out of their way of doing whatever and You know, instead of saying like, oh, nope, not my problem or, you know, "I'm too young or whatever. They went in and they saved her life. So um, they are my plugs. You know, save someone.
0: That's really awesome. Yeah. So mine isn't about saving another human being.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Don't get jealous.
0: But mine is actually. So we got our dog. We named her Nike. She's a giant schnauzer. We're loving her. She's been a little bit sick. But with some help from the vet, we're seeming She's seeming to get better, seeming to get, <laughs> yeah, what do you got to say now? She's getting better, damn it. <laughs> and uh, I'm just getting laughed at today. She's being a hole at my expense.
1: <laughs> You're making it too easy. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway, so I found a story in the news where back in 2018, uh, this guy was working for Animal Planet, and while he was out shooting some stuff, they were... He took, on his day off, he was exploring some islands that are out there, but they're like just little tiny islands that aren't necessarily like inhabited or whatever. And he actually saw a dog stranded on the island. Oh, wow. And the dog was absolutely completely skin and bones. Like it looked like the skin was just sitting on top of a skeleton of a dog. Well, he rescued the dog. Fed it, nourished it, got it back to health, and now they're like best buds. And it was just really cool to see someone go out of their way to help a little the little, you know
1: Right. Like he didn't have to do that. Yeah, he
0: could have just was like, Oh man, that's not my problem. Not my problem. And he rescued the dog and then he had the challenge of figuring out how he was gonna get it home to his home, you know, because he's on vacation or out working out of the states and he wanted to figure out how to get it home and Mm -hmm. took a little bit of doing and
1: was able to do it
0: was able to get a little buddy
1: that's awesome yeah i think a lot of people don't think about the small things like that well i guess like we say small things but it is a big job to bring in another animal another mouth to feed but it's it's awesome that he was able to do that and give it a home you see a lot of you know animals out there that are abused or need of a home and
0: that's yeah, such don't. a reward too for him like to see the before and the after oh for sure because in this one it's dramatic you'll see it when we post it on our website
1: right so all right that was our op- <laughs> you guys i don't know it's been a long weekend
0: we've been in the sun a lot our brains are fried we yeah. don't know how to speak english so <laughs> we're going to sign off in this podcast using sign language <laughs> just kidding check us out on spousefuls.com At Spouse Holes on Instagram.
1: And Facebook and on Twitter.
0: Check them out.
1: All right. Bye.